It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know let you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind Here I am recording again yeah, here I am to talk my shit. Yeah, boom, 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 It's not a real song, but I feel like that's what I'm just gonna do. Is take a random word and make some tunes. You know who I really, really need um, to, I need for people, not, no, I feel like I need them to be online bullied. Um, Anthony Hamilton, not Lewis Hamilton's dad, Anthony Hamilton, the singer, because I need for this man to come to the UK, specifically London, but literally I will go anywhere in the UK that you decide to go because I need another concert. My spirit needs it so badly. Like, what will it take? You dega dega promoters that are doing Afro Nation this. But actually, I don't want you lot to be the organisers, to be honest. No tea, no shade. The good, good promoters, the good, good uh, concert organisers. I need you to put something together because I need Anthony Hamilton to appear in London immediately. I just need to sing my lungs out. I love him so much. I love, oh, anyway, let me just introduce myself. It's Kalechi, the baby girl, the doer of bits, the doer of bobs. You see it? And I'm here. Uh, And this is SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right, suck your mum. And um, yeah, this is going to be a quick, quick episode, I believe. Um, I've got to go to a baby shower in a bit. So we need to do this and try to get, a bit cute. Yeah. Get a bit cute. I really, yeah. Doing makeup these days, it really feels like a chore. I love having my makeup done by the right people. Um, that was shade by the right people. Uh, but yeah, having planning, it's planning it into my time to do it. It's long. If I sound like my speech is somehow higgy hagga, it's cause I've got my retainers in. Ooh, should I tell you that story? Have I finished talking about Anthony Hamilton? No, I haven't finished talking about Anthony Hamilton. So the reason like I've now been like reignited or the passion to see Anthony Hamilton has been reignited is because I went to go and see the baby girl, um, Sabrina, who does my name, um, does my names, does my nails. Um, her Insta is by B-Y underscore Izana, E-Z-A-N-A. Um, she does my Biab nails. My nails have never, ever grown ever grown like this like my nails break off they never grow ever since I've been going to Sabrina my nails have been so so good like I'm always getting her to file them down and the other day I looked at them and I was just like actually you could have a cute situation you know just a little length not too much because I've still got to play guitar and you know now I've switched from BJJ for a bit Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu not Blowjob Juniors um I've switched from there for a little bit go and do Muay Thai and so I can't have long nails. I mean, I couldn't have long nails for BJJ anyway. And this is the frustration because I know that with my penchant for having cute things yet, if I didn't do the sports that I do, I would be serving in the nails department, not just these yanga yanga nails that are just long for no reason, no actual designs, you know, art. Um, but that's what we're doing anyway. Even with my small nails, we're still doing arty things. Uh, the one, the nail design I've currently got it's super cute and it's got gold foil because everyone knows I love a bit of gold. Always believe in your soul. You're indestructible. Always believe it. Yeah. Anyway, so love a bit of gold and that's involved in this whole nail situ and I love it. So we were talking and um, doing my nails and Anthony Hamilton was playing and yeah. Oh, I can't stay away from you too long Jesus even if I do I'll always call oh (laughs) the tunes 
And the point of it all is I love you. Oh, Jesus. Beautiful singing. That is a singer, you know. That is a singer. Not some of you whisper whispers. I am the can hold me in my body, yeah. Them girls, the light-skinned girls that like to whisper and walk barefoot. That is not, I'm not even trying to be specific about anybody, but it's just a genre of music that they create. Um. Anyway, that's by the by. But anyway, if Anthony Hamilton, if this gets to you, please come to London. If you don't want to perform for everybody else, that's fine. Just perform for me. Okay, just perform for me. Woke up this morning, found a letter that she wrote. Ah! She says she's tired that I'm always on the road. Too hard to swallow being alone. She needs someone at night that she can hold. (laughs) Please, I'm begging you. That is what will help my life to just see you live. I don't even know what I'd wear. It'll be cute though. Because I like Anthony Hamilton concerts because they're like grown folks having a good time. That's my energy. I don't want to see passports. I don't want to see jaga jaga. So, um, yeah. But that's, yeah, I just wanted to say that. What else was I now going to say? Well, I'm a bit tired because, uh, no, that's what I was talking about. I was talking about my um, retainers. So my retainers, right, I've got them back in now because for those of you who watch my Insta stories or you see me out and about, you'd see that I've got, um, I had tooth gems. I love sparkle. I feel like I've got to just stand in my truth. Like that's what's weird to me when people think that I'm this gra gra babe. Like I'm someone that likes to do gra gra all the time. I'm not aggy like that. I'm so soft. I'm really a teddy bear. But if you want me to take your life, if you want me to destroy your life, that is also possible. You know. But generally speaking, that's not the like, like that's not the frequency that I like to be on. Um, so I love sparkles, I love gold, I love all of that stuff, and I just like to incorporate it into my vibe. If you see my MacBook, my MacBook's actually got like a glittery case on it. I don't know. I've just I just love sparkles. So um I love the idea that we had this resurgence of the tooth gems back again because that was my vibe when I was in secondary school. Jesus, that was like 16 years, no more than. 18 years, no, 19 years ago, Jesus. Um, So I love the sparkles. When I saw this resurgence, I was like, yeah, that is a bit of me, you know? And so I went to, um, what's that? Let me see her, tooth.gemini. Really lovely, lovely babe. Let me just double check. Um, Based in Finsbury Park, I think, unless she's moved. Yeah, tooth.gemini. Really, really lovely. Um, initially my uh, gem didn't um, I had this Libra gem that she ordered for me that didn't stay she didn't mind I kept coming back like it's fallen out tried to put it back it didn't hold in the end then we went for a different design and that design stayed that design would not have come off if I didn't go to the dentist to remove it so anyway I had the tooth gems done I was really really enjoying it Um, she's lovely applies it really well like if you do what she says it just stays like mine was on for ages um, and so I had to go to the dentist to have, um, new trays made. Cause you know, I did the Invisalign course. So I went to go and have new trays made to go over the gems, but my dentist was away for ages. Um, after I had the tooth gems done. So I had to wait for her to come back cause only she was, she would be able to do it. So eventually got the trays made and I've been wearing my retainers at night um over the gems whatever whatever then one night I was brushing my teeth uh brushing my teeth and then what my top tray I hit it by accident I just moved my my hand somehow and the tray fell by by the side of the sink so I wouldn't be able to get it out unless I had like the whole sink removed um so I thought okay well hopefully they've still got my molds and they can just get make get a new tray made for me so I called the dentist and like they were like no that's not how it works your tray you have to come in, do a new mold and we'll send it off and get another tray made. And I thought, uh-uh, in this cosy lives, in this cosy lives, this cosy lives, this cost of living crisis, I'm now going to pay to have another tray made that's to go over my tooth gems that are only there for vibes because actually I've got another tray that I really should be wearing if these gems are not on my teeth. I said, no, 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 no. So went to them, had the gems removed and that's how you know that they were a vibe because even when they were removing them, I was like, oh, I was having the best time with them as well. 
Um, so they removed them and uh, my dentist was like, oh, you could just go back to wearing your usual retainers now that you got from um, at the end of your Invisalign course. Just go back and wear, uh, go back to wearing them. They'll feel a bit uncomfortable, but you'll be fine. Rare, rare, rare. Just remember to wear them for 22 hours a day in the first instance so that, you know, your teeth move back into place. Let me tell you, baby girls, baby boys, baby non-binaries. I have suffered. I have suffered since I've put these trays back in. Um, Sabrina was telling me about a TikTok that she saw where um, the person was like, oh, I haven't worn my uh, Invisalign trays in a year. Watch me put them back on. And then you just see their teeth crunching and blood spilling. That wasn't me um, because I had, you know, other trays that I was wearing. But when I tell you the agony like just having them on, you could just feel them like trying to just get your teeth back to where they should be. And I didn't even think that my teeth had moved that much. But yo, my jaw was aching, aching. I made a joke on um, close friends, uh, my close friends Insta story. when I was like, oh, I felt like I've been sucking seven, like cock for 17 hours. And somebody was like, oh, why would you even suck cock for uh, 17 hours? It would be three hours tops. But I was like, well, that depends on how many cocks you have. Right Mathematics um, But maybe this is why Rishi Sunak wants us to study more maths But anyway My jaw has been hurting Because I had this You know I had to put this back in But to be fair Now it's feeling um, better Still achy when I initially put the top tray in But I'm just letting you know Like this seems like I'm just talking randomly But if you have retainers that you need to be wearing This is your sign Go and put them motherfuckers on Because it's not worth the aggro It is not worth This discomfort It's not worth it It's not worth it But yeah It's feeling better And I can see that The gaps that had Actually started to open back up Are like closed again So I'm just going to Keep them on I haven't even I've only been taking them off To eat my food Brush my teeth Put them straight back on Like I don't want no problems I don't want no smoke Not at all You know So yeah that All of that was happening In the background While I was doing um, the week-long project, uh, Young Vic Neighbourhood Voices with the Young Vic. I was there as a director. I had five pieces to direct. It went amazingly well. Um, I want to pick up one writer in particular, Xanthos, because she didn't get to see her piece in its um, full form because one of the actors in the piece uh, fell ill. So we had to do like one last-minute emergency kind of like reshuffle. So her piece is really sick and I hope it becomes a short film because she's a great, great writer. Um, yeah, it should become a full, because they wrote full length plays. Basically the writers wrote, wrote full, full length plays and then they had like scenes that had duologues and those were the scenes that the directors that they brought in, uh, brought us in to direct. So I directed four, uh, five um, and then the three other directors, I believe directed four other plays, like four plays each. And it was a whole mood. And like I said, one of my actors felt ill um, during the week So then that meant that Obviously we got problems now So um, the organisers The producers for The Young Vic Were like oh can actually Because you've done it as an actor For the past few years uh, Would you be able to jump in And do two of the scripts And this was said to me What 1pm on Thursday afternoon And the performances would be On Friday at 7.30pm No we'd have one dress rehearsal Or dress run at 3pm on a Friday And then the uh, actual performance 7.30pm on that Friday Now One thing about me is that I don't like holding a script I understand if you Like in case of In case it's like If it's really really an emergency Like hold your script in it But The way that I've been trained As an actor I'll be damned If I'm holding a script While performing something I just It just doesn't feel right In my body So while I knew That I had the option Where people would be like Yeah well she wasn't meant To be the one playing it She was directing And she had to step in So that's why she's got the script I just It didn't feel right in my body So Thursday night I was up Learning the lines on Friday performed it It absolutely slapped um, Yeah it absolutely slapped It went really really well Ah, Yeah So I'm just glad that it went well Night came to performance night I you know knocked it out of the park um, My fellow actors Did great jobs All the, the other directors did fantastic jobs With their pieces and big up all of the writers That were involved um, And you know did that whole uh, course with the young Vic for the whole year because this is basically the end of their year long course. 
And um, yeah, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. But my God, it was a lot to take. You know, my jaws there aching, like I've been taking part in like a 17, like a, a 17,000 person gangbang. And then, I, you know, I'm trying to learn these pieces within, you know, under 24 hours to get ready for the performances. And you've got all these other things happening. Motherhood, uh, everything happening around that. Um, but I'm proud of myself. So big up myself because got that done. Anyway, um, the Show Your Magnificence and the Tarot, I believe, are one this week. So I'll just jump straight into that um, and stop rambling on. Let's see what this is here. It says here, Dick, I love that this was actually sent in. So the reason that I know that there are lots of um, emails that you lot have sent me about your tarot questions and I will do them. Let me know how you feel about the fact that I want to do kind of like um, an extra sort of episode where I just kind of get through a chunk of the tarot questions. I don't know if I'll make it the, the like a Monday episode, but just do an extra one. Mm, maybe I'll pop that on Patreon mm, But if I pop it on Patreon Then some of the people who sent the letters Might not know that I've read their letter I don't know I'll have a think about it But yeah Or maybe I'll just carry on doing this As I'm doing them And just working through them But um, there are lots of emails About your tarot questions I see them and I appreciate them And I'm working through them But this one caught me Because it was actually sent As a physical letter in the post So it says here, Dear Kelechi, share your magnificence nomination and tarot letter. Enclosed is a pack of your dickhead in recovery cards. Please be assured it's not because there is an issue with them at all. Stick with me for the story. There is, uh, this is a share your magnificence nomination for you and those friends that are really chosen family. Apologies, it's a bit lengthy. Yeah, because you sent me pages, but I love it. I ordered this pack for myself as a birthday present. I'm also a Libra baby. My 24th birthday, oh! Was a few days before they were released Uh, I was always going to buy them for myself as a birthday present But on my birthday my parents really let me down And so as soon as it hit 10am on the 5th of October I bought bought these cards for myself to make up for it and move past it Uh, We've got here content warning mention of childhood neglect for the next paragraph I'm coming to terms with the fact that I was seriously neglected as a child It's a long story, but unfortunately my birthday reminded me that my parents and other family members Are still very neglectful in my adulthood It's a really painful reminder, but one that I needed Society holds parenthood and especially motherhood on a pedestal And having a complex relationship with your parents comes with a real stigma And a lot of guilt slash victim blaming I'm still working through a lot of my childhood trauma, but I wanted to let you know how much you, the podcast, the live shows and the spiritual seasoning for the soul cards have helped me. It's helped me to slowly find my voice slash build my confidence, build a better relationship with a spirit and realize that I deserve kindness, support and love. I can never thank you enough for everything you've done and how inspirational you are. Two slaps on your chest. You are incredible. Thank you. Back to the story. I knew that the dickhead and recovery cards would find me when they were supposed to. I knew this because of what happened with the spiritual seasoning for the soul cards. I felt really pulled to order the SSFTS cards, even though I was a broke university student. They were on the last release. And I remember you saying in the episodes that um, at the time um, they will find who they needed. um, They will find who they needed to. While waiting for them to get to me, I had this really strong intuitive feeling I would uh, recessive, I would recessive something special. I would receive something special and I would know that it was um, spiritual, spiritually significant as it would have uh, a red package um, or have read on the package. Then what arrived at my door a couple of days later, the cards in bright red packaging. Those cards give me advice on some of my brightest and darkest days. Your cards, your podcasts have provided real hope for me over the years. I had an intense feeling the Dickhead and Recovery cards would get to me when I needed them most. So despite the fact they were delayed getting to me, I never fretted. I went to visit some friends for a long weekend while they were finding their way to me. These friends are my chosen sisters and I'm so grateful Spirit placed them in my life. Um, They knew how hard my birthday had been and gave me a safe space to express my anger and validate my feelings. I had a lovely weekend with them and on the last day they gave me a little birthday surprise. One of their presents was the Dickhead in Recovery cards. 
uh, they don't listen to the show, but they always listen to how amazing I think you, uh, you and the show are. I hadn't even told them I wanted them or that you were releasing cards. Kelechi, I could have cried. When I kept banging on about how appreciative I was, they stopped me and said, it's not that hard. We just listened to you and put two and two together. Wow. They made and make me feel so special, heard and safe, which often feels really overwhelming with the childhood I've had. I've had. My birthday uh, and the cards made me realize how blessed I am with my with the chosen family I have. Spirit really pulled through. So I share your magnificence for all my chosen family. I'm so proud of all of their accomplishments and the people that they are slash are becoming. I love them with all of my heart and I'm so grateful to have them. When I got home from my weekend away, the dickhead and recovery cards I ordered had arrived. So I have an extra pack. I asked around and I haven't been able to find them at home. I'd hate to hog such a resource. I don't need um, a resource that I don't need. So I'm sending them back to you. Apologies for the delay, but I'm sending them back to be um, refunded more as a donation for someone who would like them. Please give them to a baby girl slash baby boy slash baby non-binary who will make use of them. Preferably, uh, preferably someone who might not have been able to afford them and needs to pick me up. I hope they find their way. I hope they find their way home and it helps them to uh, affirm someone else in the SYM community. Um, oh, I'm, but I'm, but I'm not sending them back um, to be refunded. Okay. I see what you mean there. Thank you so much again. Okay. For the tarot. Pick up yourself. Uh, let me just pause there and say, pick up yourself. Two slaps on your chest for making sure that you find that you you find the things that you need so you have a difficult situation with family and you went to go and create chosen family big up yourself for doing that that is manifest behavior and i love that for you um for the tarot living with my family hasn't been ideal it's been really toxic and triggering I was close to breaking point when spirit stepped in and gave me an incredible blessing. I'm moving out soon and hopefully this will be the end of a hard chapter for me and the start of an incredible one. This does, uh, does come with its challenges, as you said in the last episode. You have to be brave for your blessings and I'm trying to, my best to be brave for this one as it really requires me to start living for myself. I guess my tarot question is, what does spirit want to tell me or warn me about in the next chapter? What should I be focusing on moving forward with this move slash new chapter? How should I work with the anger I hold? Sorry if that's too many questions. Feel free to pick one or just the general gist. I've also printed my birth chart for reference. I'm aware that um, as we are very near the new year, it's likely you'll do a tarot pull with these themes. If so, feel free to ignore this one. If you do, your tarot pulls always speak to me if they are specifically even when they are specifically for others. Thank you so much, Kalechi. Sending so much love. I hope you have a wonderful, um, I hope you have a lovely Christmas break and wish you all the very best for 2023. May all the work and comfort you've poured into your listeners come uh, be poured back into you tenfold. Thank you. Love a baby girl. Thank you, baby girl. You're mad organized. I'll be, it'll be interesting to see if you've got Virgo placements. Hold on. Let me see. Not that it's only Virgos that can be organized, but there's just something about it that reminds me of Annie. Ha! Um, and Annie's, well, Annie probably doesn't want me to tell me her business, but Annie's got Virgo placements. Um, let's see here. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, you even did the whole sign. I love that. I knew it. I knew it. Don't, and you're, you probably all think like, rah, Surely you saw the letter before. I did not. I saw that there was a letter that was printed out and I thought, this is cute. So I just put it on my desk like, that's the one I'm going to do um, when it comes time to record the podcast. I don't tend to kind of like read the um, the letters in um, in depth. I just like look at it and go, okay, cool. I'll do that one. So I didn't even look at the birth chart, but let's get into it. Your mid heaven is Virgo. Your north node is Virgo. I said, I said, I said, I can feel something here. I can feel it. Libra sun, Libra Venus. Oh, that's so cute in the 12th house. And you've got, um, is it your Mercury there as well? Yeah, you've got your Mercury, uh, sun and Venus in your 12th house. So people will be seeing like there's this talent that you're bringing. Like, I love it. This, I love it. Um, you're a Scorpio rising. Interesting. But then that's interesting because then you've got Chiron in the first house, which makes sense um, as a Scorpio rising, that the things that you're going through with your family, that childhood wounding 
is kind of like integral to the the it's, it's it's integral to who you are but how you are seen but it's also how you then end up working with that energy um going forward and because we've got the south node currently in um scorpio i can see now why you're moving um away from home moving away from that site of where that wounding um seems to happen and seems to be triggered you've got saturn that directly opposes that in your seventh house taurus so you would have had the north node at some point um interacting with saturn so you're there looking at your life and thinking i need to look at my partnerships my relationships with people my long-term relationships with people um specifically your your um kind of like, let's say like your biological family and then then looking at how you've managed to create a structure that feels safer for yourself in terms of your chosen family right so you are in other words following very well your birth chart like you are doing the things that need to be done and the challenges that you're facing I love this for you though you've got your Mars in Leo in the 10th house so we're gonna really know about you at some point which I love I love that for you um south node in pisces don't second guess your creativity is what i would say here um yeah don't second guess your creativity i feel like in your home environment while living with family um because you've got jupiter here as well retrograde in your home in your family life and you've got your moon in your fourth house um i feel like there's there's been well you've kind of said from the letter but there's been the sense of detachment like oh you're um and you've kind of internalized that as to what your worth is you are very very creative you don't need to worry about how what you put out and what you do like you're a bad man when it comes to that just use the drive use that energy of like having um um, a leo 10th house so therefore your 10th house is ruled by the sun um and then your son is in libra in the 12th house there are so many hidden talents that you have that you need to tap into because once you do, like you're going to find that so many opportunities come, um, like come your way. You're only 24. So you've got lots and lots of time, but I already like that you are interrogating so much about yourself and, um, what you want to bring forward. Um, I think that that's, you know, that's a real, that's a really, really good thing. I don't know if you do anything visual, but, um, in terms of like putting things out there, mass broadcasting, but if you were to, it would, um, go well, it would, be, you know it would be in your favor where's uh gemini that's your eighth house yeah there's uh, there's a lot for you to explore here and i i really enjoy that for you we've got jupiter um that's now in aries in your sixth house your day-to-day so i can and um helping your health as well so you prioritizing your well-being your self-care at this time seems pretty on point i like that for you at the age of 24 i feel like you're doing the things that you need to be doing and i and i enjoy that for you and the fact that you've got your sunset style mars as well and your sunset style pluto like all of those things will come in handy at some point you are going to come out of your shell in a big way and I guess this is the training for that to be able to look at family um, and go or the family that you've been born into and go, you know what? I deserve better than this. I deserve more than the hurt that is being um, kind of meted out to me in this situation. I can do better for myself and you've gone out to do it. And that sort of drive, that sort of action, that kind of Mars energy that you bring is going to be really, really useful for you going forward. So anyway, let's look at what was your question. Let's look at what this next chapter is saying for you. Um, it's funny that the thing that you said was to warn you about anything. Um, and I haven't even pulled the cards yet, but I have a feeling that there won't be any. Well, let's see. I just have a feeling there won't be any warnings for you per se, because you do well with just being faced with the thing and getting on with the thing so what is the message for a baby girl a libra baby girl um in this next chapter of her life oh what's that hold on (laughs) the first card that came out is justice which is the libra card so i freaking love that i love when spirit's listening and spirit's like girl i got you Thank you. So, Spirit, if you're listening, please, Anthony Hamilton, I can't ask how many more times, please. Oh, I love this. I love this for you. Oh, God. 
This is beautiful. Oh, this is lovely. Oh, gorgeous. No, you're good, man. You're good. You're good. This is beautiful. You've got the justice card that came out as you because you are a Libra sun and the justice card in the tarot deck is the Libra card. And I said it like the more you continue to grow, like people will literally bow down to you like kings, like people that, you know, people that we perceive to be in high positions will bow down to you. Um, There are people in a way that because of the way that they've wronged you, I'm not saying that this is happening anytime soon, but because of the way that they've wronged you or how they've treated you, they're going to have to go and do some introspective work and figure things out for themselves. Um, And they're realizing a lot of the times people realize your power. It's not because they think that you're powerless, that they treat you the way that they treat you. They treat you the way that they treat you because they recognize your power, but they don't want you to use it. They don't want you to recognize it because it will make them feel inferior. The other day I was having a conversation with somebody and I was just like, I said something about myself and I was just like, yeah, you know, like this, that basically bigging myself up. Like I, I stand in this truth that I'm this. And I feel like it triggered them because it, I guess if you don't think of yourself as, you know, great, that can be painful to see somebody else say, no, I know I'm great. Yeah, but you must have done some bad things. Yeah, I, I must have done some bad things. Maybe, yeah. But that doesn't change my greatness because I've been able to look at those things and I've been able to grow from those things and and keep growing and keep growing and keep it, like looking at my shadow self and being like, what more can I do? I am not above like learning. I want to be a student of this life. I'm an enthusiast um, and I'm an enthusiastic student of this life. And, um, I rate that about myself and I love that about myself. And I'm, and I'm somewhere right now that feels so juicy that upon all the things that I've been through, I'm still here. I'm still here. Um, so I say that to you because you'll find that because of the way that you've been like very, very determined about wanting better for yourself, that triggers people who don't know how to want better for themselves or do not feel that they deserve better for themselves. So they're going to take it out on you. And so it's good that you're moving yourself away from that dynamic. And I feel that you will continue to do that. Anybody that you clock, that's giving you that similar energy that you um, experienced growing up, you won't want to stand for that. And I love that for you, that you're identifying already at the age of 24, what some of us are realizing at the age of 36. Do you see it? So big up yourself. And the next card that you've got here is the Ace of Cups. Like so many blessings and opportunities are coming for you in this next chapter. Like your cup will run over. Like God will prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies, even the ones that currently you might even perceive as friends. Um, just bear that in mind. And then, then we've got the the world card here. Like you're graduating, baby. You've still got your Saturn return to come whenever that one, you know, whenever that one it's going to happen, but that's not for you to worry about right now. What we're looking at is the fact that the world, like you are graduating in a big way. And I feel like there's going to be some travel for you as well. I know that you're moving. So there's this sort of graduation in terms of um, your living situation and um, things like that. But I feel like there's even more to come of that. Like it's either travel there's the moving, but you're being initiated into a whole new life because you were you weren't just meant to stop at having the family that you were born into. And I feel that you recognize that and you're already doing the things to build more um, family around you. You are a community builder. You are the kind of, um, the kind of person that would end up being the cornerstone of um, our, you know, the communities that we have because you recognize the importance of being able to have um, people even outside of the families that you've been born into that feel like family and that you can honor that and they can honor you. So um, I love that for you. And then we've got the three of pentacles here that confirms that, that because um, initially, because I'm using the after tarot deck um, for your reading actually. And in this deck, we're seeing that um, the work has been done. They were looking and they were deciding what work that they wanted to do. And then we're seeing the work being done. So um, a community feels very, very strongly the word for this. I don't know if you're going to start some kind of society or you're going to start some kind of group um, in the next kind of year, um, but it feels really strongly so. Um, and you've already got the foundation for it. You already know how to gravitate towards it. What do we have from the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck for you? It says, oh, you are somebody's ancestor. What great thing would you like them to learn from you? 
And that's such a big one for you Because you come with energy Like you've been here before And that you kind of looked at the situation you were in And you were like, ah, 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 ah I deserve better than this And you've been working at that And so already at the tender age of 24 You are even teaching us as listeners And um, as me that's doing this reading That one great thing that we can learn from you Is you looking at your environment And being like I should get love poured into me In whichever way um, I can access I don't have to keep staying at a dry well Hoping that that well will one day provide me water I can move I can go And that's a message for a lot of people You're there waiting for the the. You're seeking love in environments That they are incapable of being able to provide it for you And you don't want to go And you're feeling resentment Can't live like that I'm kind of like I'm hearing of, of women who were like Dedicating their lives and stuff to to people and pouring into people and and finding themselves kind of um, enmeshed or uh, linked to people, connected to people who have put them through so, so much, so, so much pain. And it's like, you're not living. All of that's happened and you're, you're not living. Meanwhile, they're, you know, trying to figure out themselves. They're doing this, they're doing that. Yet you're still holding on to the burden of pain because you don't feel that you deserve Better than that You think that If this well Hasn't provided the water Then that means That you should go thirsty Omar Go and find your water Go and find your water Immediately Because you're looking Tasty Final card for you From the Decadent Recovery Affirmation card deck Says I attune myself To the synchronicities That remind me Of why I am On the this adventure Called life And I think That that's perfect for you Because even the way That you've written This letter I can see that you are attuned to the frequencies and the synchronicities um, that remind you of why you're here. You know, you are there. You are learning the lessons. Um, if there was a warning, I would say that I, I guess if what comes to me as I'm channeling, channeling is that if there is a warning, it's possibly that don't try all the time to over-intellectualize everything. Like, sit in the feeling. Sometimes, if you're similar to me as a Libra air sign, we run to our intellect. Something's happening. We run to our brain as a way to escape what the feeling is in our body. So what does it feel like in your body, these things that have happened and, and what, how do we shift that energy and, and put it to something constructive um, is what you're being asked to consider if anything so I pray that that resonates with you And it's been a pleasure to do that reading for you um, I guess let's Because that's Show Your Magnificence and Tarot all in one Let's go to So You Mad um, The first So You Mad Who did I want to speak on this week? Because um, I know I wanted to talk about some, oh, Well, of course Let's start with Laurie Harvey Laurie Harvey A baby Isn't Laurie Harvey Is she not 24 herself? These 24 year olds are doing bits, you know they're doing absolute bits I don't know if I was I don't know I don't think I was a baddie Like I People were like Yeah no you weren't Shut up hater um, But yeah I don't, These baddies That are coming out at, um, tw- That are coming forward At 24 She's 26 Okay And she's a Capricorn Right Right Okay um, She's the stepdaughter Of Steve Harvey um, she was previously dating Michael B. Jordan Before Michael B. Jordan She was dating Future, I believe And um, she's dated like other people before then But her most recent um, person that she's dating Is South Londoner Damson Idris I said, come through Woolworth Secondary School Okay, you lot are bagging the baddies in LA Alright, take it easy, come on Um. Damson Idris, I've talked about him before. He he looks uncannily, uncannily like my brother, like not not Sadiq, my other brother that's older than Sadiq. He looks so it's weird to me to look at him. Um, anyway, um, so that's who she's dating now, and we know that because Damson posted a picture. You know, you know, <laughs> you know when South London boys can't wait. Ah, oh my. I've got a fine babe He could not wait That was in his Insta stories And she reposted it in her stories And then that's And it was a picture of them uh, He was Damson was kissing her cheek Her eyes were closed They both looked so gleeful Both so joyful 
And since then they've been spotted coming out of restaurants and stuff. And let me tell you, the ashy bum bums are mad. The ashy bum bums are stressed. They are stressed because how dare Laurie Harvey? You're dating again? You're dating again? Is it only you in this Los Angeles? Not even Los Angeles. Is it only you in this Los Angeles that must date? They are stressed. But the thing is, you lot don't have the energy in this way for someone like, I don't know, Drake. You don't have energy in this way for someone like Future. They are serial daters. They are constantly jumping from pum to pum. You don't have that energy for them. But how dare Laurie, how dare Laurie Harvey at the tender age of 26 date around? Why is that? Why is that so triggering? And it's just like what I was saying in the tarot. We've been socialized into an environment, into a dynamic, especially when it comes to black women dating, that you should be happy with what you get. And so I can understand why it's triggering for certain men to un- to, to consider that women have choice and that you're not. Um, because where some men try to insulate themselves and their egos and their insecurities is that they come on this vibe of, oh, I'm going to train you to see what you need to recognize in other men. So, you know, the kind of behavior, Omar, I, I can already see you. I can already see you. So if I can, if I can, if I can identify you, I can identify all the, all of the other fucker boys, them like I can, I can identify, but again, it's, there has to be a paternalistic vibe. There has to be a false benevolence. Like it's because in that situation, it's like, oh, I don't have power and I need to use, utilize the aspect that men are dogs and, oh, I need to prepare you for the dogs. The best way that you can prepare women for the dogs that you know are out there is for you yourself not to be a dog. Start there, start with you, because if you're not doing the work, what the hell are you uh, like protecting or preparing anybody for? Sort yourself out first, start with you, you know, and and not enough men are starting with themselves and and they really, really need to do that. Oh yeah, there's so many bad mind guys out there. You need to be careful and you are one of them, you know? So I just find that whole thing interesting that it kind of blows their mind when they meet women who are just like, mm, I'm good actually. If <laughs> the guys are savage, me too, I'm savage. It'll be fine. Cause there's that, sometimes there's just that energy or maybe she's just happy to just date and not worry about what it is. Like she's clearly aware that she's a prize. I mean, I don't know anything about her personality. I have, I literally still don't know what this girl actually sounds like. But because I don't follow her, I don't know her page like that. But whenever I see her, I'm like, fucking hell, she's gorgeous. Especially the abs and the muscles that she's serving recently. I know that that's the aesthetic that we're moving um, towards. As the planets change um, houses and things like that, it's more athletic as opposed to just having yash. Just your yash going gong in your jeans. Like it's more of an athletic physique um, that, I feel like it's going to be more on trend, but her arms, her shoulders, her abs, Jesus, she is fine. And I just, I love that for her because it's not, it goes beyond just being light skinned. Like she's actually giving us something to work with. She's giving us looks, you know, there's, they stopped her to ask her what she felt um, about Meek Mill's comment, which I'm going to touch on shortly. And she was giving us a baggy jean and a, and a severe crop, white crop top. And the abs were really abbing. And she had one green, like Bottega green clutch bag with her. And I think green shoes as well. And she just got into her white car and she was just going to rev and head off. Like, why are you asking me about Meek Mill? Can you not see what I look like? Meek Mill is still looking for his phone in Ghana. Do you, do you think that's my concern? And what am I talking about when I'm talking about Meek Mill? Meek Mill had the cheek to, um, once it uh, came out that uh, Damson and Laurie Harvey are dating, he had the cheek to tweet, um, y'all let that girl fuck anybody. Or y'all let that girl fuck anyone. Um, Who is the y'all? <laughs> are they holding her legs open? Because that's just what I imagine. Like, are you saying that we as a global community are opening Laurie Harvey's front bum and then and, and then letting her... Like, is she a five-year-old? 
and this is what I'm talking about About that weird paternalistic vibe That men try to bring Like who is letting her do anything She is somebody who has autonomy And has agency She can choose to do whatever she wants Even if you do not agree with it Y'all let her So what should people do They should go and flog her Or you wanted them to slut shame her Or whatever whatever So much that she then You know that, that So she then goes into hiding And doesn't date anyone And waits for somebody to pick her let me tell you something It's been happening for a while But it's going to be more overt 2023 onwards That women aren't waiting around to be chosen They are doing their things And in fact they are doing the choosing Okay And you'll find that you're scared of women doing the choosing Because you're scared that you, you're not going to get chose And that You know what that is what it is And the thing is Yeah you might ha- get your low hanging fruit You might get the, the women that their self esteem is in a gar And they're just around Yeah you can get those But the ones that you aspire to have The ones that you really really want You can't have them And even if Maybe in certain regards They might check you for a little bit They might sleep with you Whatever whatever But you do not get their soul You do not get their entire attention In the way that you get the attention Of the low hanging fruit And that bothers you That really really bothers you Somebody like Meek Mill You put Laurie Harvey's name in a song That you she's on your Christmas wish list And Santa never answered you Santa gave you coal Santa said you've been a naughty boy Santa said you've been a naughty boy you're not getting Laurie, boy. And then he didn't give you Laurie tonight. You ain't getting nobody. So you're stressed, but you need to face your front because she's choosing and she's not choosing you. And you're going to have to deal with that. And I think that that's where the apprehension's coming from, from a lot of these guys. It's like, oh, she's just going from guy to guy, some guys in a friendship group. And I'm just like, okay, her, um, sorry, Damson and um, Michael B. Jordan have been in numerous pictures together. And that did make me laugh when people are like, yep, the, you know, your op is always right next to you the whole time, whatever. But anyway, guys do it all the time. You date, Within friendship groups all the time But now you're stressed that you're seeing a woman do it Like Be fucking for real Be fucking for real Okay um, And I guess it feels like LA and all of them things It feels like a small town So I guess people will do what they need to do uh, What else did I want to cover Very very quickly um, Well Prince Harry's book came out I didn't watch the interviews I'm going to be honest I didn't watch all of the interviews that he did It just felt like Like oversell but I did see the comment that Prince Harry made about um, unconscious bias being different from racism. And I'm going to need white people, especially incredibly rich white people, especially incredibly rich royal white people to shut up when it comes to racism. Talk about your family all you want. Like tell us all the tea about your family and how they hurt you and this and that, this and that. But please do not speak on racism. I would also extend that um, invite to your wife. Until everybody is well versed on what racism is Just stop talking Because you're getting anti-racism awards For what? You don't even know what racism means And yet people are And this is the thing I'm so tired of cookout mentality Invited to the cookout mentality Where one white person does something Just a little something And like, oh let's give them all the awards For the work that they're doing They haven't done any work they haven't done any work or they have not done enough work to be getting all of these accolades. Oh, we just need to encourage them to do more. That's not how you encourage them to do more by giving them awards. It's not. It's not. They have done that. They both lack an understanding of critical race theory, therefore should not be receiving awards about anti-racism because that's not actively, that wasn't their intention. There has to be intentionality within anti-racism work They did not have that intention Why do I know that? Because he still wants to be a part of the monarchy And she in that documentary was still talking about Oh, you know, they shunned me But I would have been, you know I would have made the organism faster, quicker, stronger Like they actively still want to be participants In this white supremacist structure So therefore they are not actively anti-racist If they've done anything that pertains Or in any way helps anti-racism It is purely by accident and that needs to be made clear And that is all I have to say on that But also, <laughs> William, I know that you are so sick right now, baby You are so sick The five strands of hair that were still left on your head You are tearing them out Why? Because your brother's book Is the fastest selling non-fiction book ever You are stressed Prince of pegging You have been pegged My God My God I hope that your roommate Kate Roommate Kate Room Kate I hope that she can 
assist you in this time. I know I can feel the disdain that she feels for you, the contempt that she feels for you. I feel, I just hope she can hold you during this time because wow, that must be a lot. That must be a lot. But that's what you get. Charles, got nothing to say to you. Got nothing to say to you. You and that raggedy side bitch that you've been parading up and down for decades. Got nothing to say to you. You're just a deadbeat father. You're a deadbeat dad. That's what you are. Um, but, oh yeah, what's this one? Let's have a look. I think this is my final So You Mad. Uh, Blue singer, um, not blues singer, the singer from the uh, boy band Blue, Lee Ryan, has been found guilty of racially abusing a flight attendant in a drunken tirade. Uh, Blue singer Lee Ryan was found guilty after arriving at Ealing Magistrates Court in London, charged with abusing and assaulting a member of the crew on board a British Airways flight and assaulting a police officer at London City Airport in July. Um, during an appearance at Ealing Magistrates Court, um, the the court heard the pop star, 39, 39? Wow. Wow. Life has really beaten him. Woo! Cocaina. Anyway, um, told black flight attendant Leah Gordon, I want your chocolate children. Wow. While on a British Airways flight from Glasgow to London City. You weren't even going that far. Jesus. The singer was said to have been slurring his words and staggering around after drinking a whole bottle of port before boarding the flight on July 31st last year. He's going through it. Giving evidence earlier, Ryan was tearful as he said that he drank a whole bottle of port and ate cheese in the BA lounge after the flight was delayed. So he's blaming the delay of the flight. That's why he did what he did. Oh, she's a cutie. But no, leave her alone After he boarded the plane He was refused any more alcohol And was told to return to his seat Prompting him to make comments About a flight attendant's looks Calling her a chocolate cookie Before grabbing her wrist It was alleged Yeah, he's always looked like He liked black girls But that's not how you go about Liking black girls God punish you um, he was accused of being drunk on an aircraft, assaulting a police officer, racially aggravated common assault by beating and behaving in an abusive manner towards the cabin crew member. Miss Gordon told Ealing uh, Magistrates Court on the Thursday that Ryan initially called her beautiful and put his sunglasses on her face. She said he was making comments about my complexion. You're my chocolate darling, my chocolate cookie, and I'm going to have your chocolate children. Is he going to eat these children? It's giving Hansel and Gretel. I can't. I I can't, I can't. Miss Gordon went on. It felt like he was saying I was beautiful for a black person because of the way he was describing my color and the fact that she's not dark skin as well. So he's calling her chocolate. But anyway, let me carry on. The flight attendant said, uh, Ryan later approached her from behind saying, before I get off this plane, I need a kiss from you. Yuck. After telling him to stay away, she said he grabbed both her wrists before passengers intervened. See, he's done. He's behaved like that before. He's clearly behaved like that before. She said he was towering over me like he was leaning in to give me a kiss. The flight attendant told the court, he said to me, I want your chocolate children. She added, I was intimidated. I felt a bit embarrassed, like I wasn't doing my duty properly. Um, to get comment, comments about my colour, whether intentional or not, it was just unacceptable and so derogatory. But you see, if we put that to Prince Harry, he will now tell us that that's unconscious bias. Weary. Um, I just felt like it wasn't fair and I shouldn't have been um, put, I shouldn't have to put up with it. I don't go to work to be assaulted or harassed. Ryan approached the dock, I'm sorry, appeared on the dock and told the court of annoying a passenger next to him by asking what book he was reading with no recollection of what occurred after that. The pop star went on to uh, to say, I'm sorry, my my band member is black. Jesus, I'm not racist. I've had black girlfriends, mixed race girlfriends. Wow. It was banter, just drunk banter. I suppose there was no malice or intention to upset anyone. He added, I didn't mean to cause any distress to anyone or be uh, be racist. It was just a poor choice of words I suppose um Ryan told the court his actions were merely playful and denied the use of the word denied the use of the word chocolate as being racist um he claimed to have said chocolate chip cookie adding they're white there was no malice in them oh shut up um yeah this is a mess 
um, this is a mess. And I guess when people are drunk, all of the fuckery comes out of them because there was that white woman. What was her name? I can't remember. The white woman that was saying to the black guy, you are a black man. And you could, you just know she wanted to call him a nigger. She wanted to call him a nignog, a gollywog. She wanted to say all manner of things to that guy. That B, She was heavy on that B on black. She Oh, she had points to make, Jesus. Um... But yeah, that's that for um, So You Mad uh, In terms of things to cover I'm just trying to get through them nice and quickly So I can go and put on my cream outfit For this baby shower Um, Straw of the week goes out to the police Surprise, surprise Um, Well, no um, I want to say a special fuck you To the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea um, The council there Because now multiple firefighters Have come forward to say that they are suffering from terminal cancers since the Grenfell fire because of the shitty, subpar, unregulated fuckery material that you used in the cladding for Grenfell. Not only did it mean that it burned so quickly and so many people died, more than 72, I maintain, in that Grenfell fire, it also meant that the firefighters who went in to fight the fire because of the toxins that were released from those materials, they're now suffering from terminal cancers, many of them. And if they're suffering from that, think of how many people um, who didn't um, die in that fire will also be suffering from the same thing. In fact, people who were even around that area, something needs to be done. And somebody, I'm telling you, somebody needs to go to jail because that is some bullshit. How can you have a whole ass inquiry and nothing came of it? Now the firefighters are coming forward and I'm sure more people will come forward who are also experiencing the same thing. It will never be well with you as a council, the government, all of you will never be well with you in your corrupt ways. And while I'm here, fuck you, Rishi Sunak. Just adding that in there because there are many things to tell you, fuck you and suck your mother about. Um, so just making sure that that's in there with your chicken neck. Whenever anybody's asking you a question, you prick, you'll, you'll be wobbling your neck like a fucking chicken. Can't answer anything. Only sticking to your five points that you've been told by your speech coaches or whatever. Fuck you. Um, so yeah, fuck uh, the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea Council for an eternity. Fuck you all. Um, oh, I was going to talk about that Miel. Is it Miele? Miel brand that was bought out by um, P&G, a black owned brand Miel. Um, they used to make uh, shampoo and hair care stuff for black women uh, White women discovered them, black women got angry It became a whole trend on TikTok And I guess it drove the prices up even more And they've been acquired by P&G So we know the formula is going to change To make it more amenable and um, enticing to white women While I'm on that subject, I just really wanted to say something else some of you will think it's bad vibes, but I just wanted to point out that that chicken shop girl is now presenting. What was it? What was she presenting at the, was it the Golden Globes? I don't know where she was, but I just wanted to say that that's what you do. There's no point in us dragging it out and talking about it too tough. But I just wanted to point out that that is what people do. They, they um, profit, they come in and they use blackness in order to get themselves into spaces. And now she's there doing that and you know what good on you do what you're doing but I just wanted to point out to black people that this is how you're used constantly to get people white people to where they need to be a lot of the time but you don't the black people aren't receiving that same treatment from each other that's all I was going to say about that um but yeah special suck your mum to them uh, uh suck your mum to um the police as I said earlier because um where is it? I'm just making sure I got that story. I I, I saw that they were stopping, a, a, trying to search um, a blind black woman the other day. Oh, and while I'm here, congratulations to Naomi Osaka. I would not want it to be in the straw of the week section, but big up yourself. You're having a baby. Big up yourself. Um, Let me see here. It's just really, really sad um, how everything's playing out. Uh, Just... In life, in life, child, in life. Um, where is it? I want to make sure I've got everything. Oh, that woman's name was Justine Morrison, the one that was saying, you're a black man. Um, anyway, here we go. The LAPD is accused of killing Keenan Anderson, a black 31-year-old father and English teacher, in Venice, that's in Venice in America, on January 3rd, he flagged down a motorcycle cop for help after a car crash and it may have cost him his life. Anderson's cousin, that's Patrice Cullors, co-founded Black Lives Matter. 
um, that they, they, he's on video, I think, on the body cam of the police officer saying they're trying to George Floyd me. Keenan, um, um, the, he was saying this as a police officer put his forearm on his throat and they basically tased him to death. Um, Patrice Cullors, the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, first posted about her cousin's death on Sunday, writing, Keenan deserves to be alive right now. His child deserves to be raised by his father. Keenan will fight for you for all um, of our loved ones impacted by state violence. I love you. Um, the LAPD received, uh, released the officer warm body cam showing that they... Um, um, Anderson did init- initiate the interaction before he died. He was literally flagging them down for help. And this is the thing. Whenever people say abolish the police, um, whenever people say abolish the police, uh, pe- uh, policemen and people who love the police will turn around and go, but what are you going to do when you need help? Look at what happens when you ask for help. Look at what happens when you ask for help. Can you see? Rest in peace to Keenan. And, you know, suck your mum forever to all of the police forces, whether in the US, UK, the world over. Fuck you all. That's all I wanted to say. And I guess that's that for um, Straw of the Week. And that's that for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on at Collection of or at Say Your Mind Pod. Tickets are still available for the uh, Say Your Mind live show in New York. So make sure you get yours. Can't wait to see you all there. It's going to be a mood. It's going to be a vibe. And that's on April 13th um, in uh, at SOBs in New York City. And um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, I'm just going to be about. That's it. Yeah, cool. All right. I've been Kalesha Okafo and this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right. Suck your mum. Anyway, I'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sippy Hard time scrolling for your long truths You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind